AP Radio News. I'm Ed Donahue. I have to say it's great to be back on the campaign trail. Hillary Clinton said she had a cough that turned out to be pneumonia. <laughs> When should you take Excedrin? Honey, how's your headache? How did you know I have a headache? Maybe you should lie down. How did you know I have a headache? Here, put your head in this vice and I'll tighten it down real hard. You answer my question, mister. Or we could take this hot poker and shove it up your butt. That often works. Damn you, how did you know I have a headache? You know what's really good for pain? If we cut off a limb without anesthetic, it takes your mind right off that headache. Why won't you answer me? Let me go get my rotary saw. Okay, don't move. You haven't got the guts to pull the trigger. Sometimes regular aspirin just won't do. Sometimes you need something stronger, a lot stronger. You need extra strength Excedrin. How's the pain from your shotgun wound? How did you know I was in pain from my shotgun wound? Honey, you're hemorrhaging all over the floor. Extra strength Excedrin. For pain so bad, you're bleeding. It's Brittany Summers. Talk radio with balls. And big ones, too. She's unforgettable. I was standing there one day, not thinking I would die from being able to make do-do. I should never eat McDonald's, a Big Mac must be trapped inside my bowels. Ah, how can you die from infected farts? Who let these butcher doctors in? Now my heart stopped. You schmucks at Sinai tore my intestines out. I guess I should have known what to expect living in Miami with the kind of service you get in this town. I would hack and leave tomorrow if I didn't eat that crap I swallowed. Why can't you lend me some jukalax? Why can't you losers get it right? My bowels were blocked Inside my hiney Can't make my turds go out The Brit Summer Show, Fun Talk 1470, <laughs> WWNN, GDPR, Revolution 99.com, FYINation.com, and SoFloRadio.com. And I'm very happy to say that all of the aforementioned affiliates for this show do not dictate to me what to say on my show. None of them, I happily say, tell me what topics to cover on this show. And I don't have any sponsors to speak of, but if I did, I would not want to have sponsors that would question the content of this show and tell me what I can or cannot say. So I'm very happy about that. And should there ever be a sponsor on this show, that would be made clear right up front. This is my show, and I say what I want to say, and I cover topics that I want to cover. And sadly, the same cannot be said of uh, other so-called progressive liberal established shows across this country. We are experiencing, ladies and gentlemen, uh, worse than what Joe Goebbels did in Germany. Joe Goebbels 
was the propaganda minister of Germany, and uh, we had that propaganda ministry arm of the White House during the Bush years, but right now it's being controlled by corporate. And by propaganda, I don't mean so much as the message like you hear on right-wing radio, that right-wing hate talk. That's just message controlled. What they're doing differently here is uh, they're just not saying anything. Not so much propaganda is that they're holding back information. It's kind of like uh, prior to World War II, we had in the 1930s, we still had a form of yellow journalism, which uh, if you know your history, that started with Randolph Hearst, but, and I'm not going to get into that now, but if you look at the newsreels from the 1930s and part of the 1940s, uh, of course, when World War II started, uh, naturally, uh, there was a lot of propaganda uh, with Hollywood and everything. But that, that was to be expected during World War II. But up to that point, in the 1930s, uh, if you look at the uh, newsreels, that's where the phrase dog and pony shows come from. Because there were no news. Everybody relied back then on print news. There were thousands and thousands of newspapers that actually reported on the news. But you, you couldn't go to the movie theater and actually see it. What you saw were beauty pageants and dog shows. And, and that's where they got the phrase dog and pony shows. But people got their information from print responsible papers and that was their source of information. Uh, after World War II, luckily, because even back then in the 30s, radio provided uh, eh, somewhat homogenized news, but they gave you some on the local level. It was very good. They did a good job of investigative journalism on the local level of radio news. On a national level, eh, not so much. But then Ed Murrow came along, changed the whole thing to where it should be which is truth and integrity in journalism. And that all went away starting in the 1980s, all the way up to now. Now it's completely vanished. So what I'm saying is we don't have any investigative media journalism on behalf of the newspapers or on behalf of any of the broadcast media. It's gone, ladies and gentlemen. If you think that if you're going to tune into a so-called liberal, or, they, or as they love to still say it for some reason, for some dreamy reason, they still call it the leftist media. Why, they're not talking about things that you should know either. What you'll hear on the uh, so-called progressive liberal media, and it's so-called because they're not, only for themselves. All you'll hear on their shows is Trump is bad. Well, as liberal Democrats, I think we already know that. But no, we should line up with marching orders and do exactly as the DNC talking points say and just obey. Well, I am here to announce, ladies and gentlemen, that I am a disobedient Democrat. Oh! I refuse to follow DNC marching orders. And if any Democratic candidates are elected to office, I want to hold them accountable, as we all should. We should hold their feet to the fire as long as they're in office. And that's what Obama said in 2008, and nobody did, and he wouldn't have cared if you did anyway. But I still think it's our responsibility to do so. And when I say nobody did, I'm speaking on the uh, Democratic side. Nobody held him him accountable for anything. And, okay, yeah, the right pretty much took all of the headlines on that because of the bigoted opposition to everything he wanted to do. Some of it was good and some of it was bad, like TPP. 
But the uh, ACA would have been a hell of a lot better if he didn't compromise and bend over forwards uh, to make the Republicans happy. And the Democrats, when they when we had control of both houses, what, for 10 minutes, they took that sweeping 2008 election for granted. And that's why we lost badly in 2010. And a lot of it has to do with Debbie Wasserman Schultz, who we love down here because she's a miserable failure and a miserable bitch. And she fits right in. So that's why they reelected her. Not to mention none of the progressives showed up to vote. But in 1992, again, I'm going to bring up Neil Rogers. Neil Rogers, the radio giant in South Florida. Unfortunately, it should have been all over the country in the business he was. But if you're outside of the business, you only knew of Neil Rogers down here. And he was my boss. And in 1992, on the air, Neil had a mini stroke on the air. It was uh, TIA. Naturally, he he recovered and he was on till 2009. Of course, he died a year later, but it turns out TIA is is not deadly. It just can be treated and he had to take a few weeks off to recover and he did. And uh, of course, Neil referred to it as Tinkerbell's palsy, (laughs) which to this day I refer to TIA stroke as Tinkerbell's palsy. Now, what happened was he was on the air doing a show and he started slurring his speech in the middle of the show. He didn't even realize it was happening. And then he went to the hospital and and uh, that's where the story goes. But nobody in the established liberal media, for some reason, have gone silent about what happened with their anointed queen, Hillary, who just four years ago passed out from dehydration and a stomach virus allegedly that was what her that was <laughs> that was the official press release now if you believe press releases <laughs> and the press release they said oh when she uh really she had went to an episode and then passed out press release said uh, and they're sticking with they're sticking by their guns it was uh pneumonia coupled with uh, dehydration well and then now they're saying well she just doesn't drink a lot of water no but she sure she uses a straw with hot sauce she carries hot sauce in her purse she's even said that she guzzles hot sauce okay that could be a contributing problem but if you're diagnosed on a friday with pneumonia and then on sunday you go to a 9-11 memorial like nothing's going on. It's a bad decision to even leave the house or leave, in her case, leave her multi-million dollar daughter's apartment. Now, I've had an experience, not personally, thankfully, but someone very close to me had a bout with pneumonia uh, about eight months ago. And uh, yeah, it's treatable as the press is saying. It is treatable, but you need time to recover. And this particular person needed uh, a full month to recover from pneumonia. And she did, fine. But still, it took a month to recover from pneumonia. Now, it seems to me, (laughs) and what do I know? I'm just some crazy tranny in South Florida. If the DNC had any interest in winning the presidential election, they would get on the phone and call Bernie, who had the second highest amount of delegates voting for him 
And this show's being transcribed at a time where she disappeared, as I already mentioned. But the reason I say that is because they may wheel her out sooner. And I'm here to tell you that if they do... Oh, wait. This just in. They are wheeling her out. For real. They're going to wheel her out later this week. And then she's supposed to go, I think, on a Jimmy Kimmel show or Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, instead of weekend at Bernie's, it's election at Hillary's. Oh, man. So what does that tell you? If you or anyone else you may know of experienced uh, pneumonia to the degree where you pass out in public and you need to be lifted into a van, what... <laughs> How is it that you recover from being that sick in just two days, two little days, and all of a sudden you just spring out of bed? So how does that happen? I ask you, how can you have pneumonia and then within two days just go popping and bopping around and just like nothing ever happened? Uh, Well, I suspect it wasn't pneumonia. (laughs) And it wasn't a lack of dehydration back in 2012 when she passed out. When she was Secretary of State. There is something wrong with that woman, and we'll probably never know what it is. And the DNC, if they were smart, like I say, they would have her bow out gracefully because of health reasons and put Bernie in there and actually win the general erection. But... That would be smart, and the DNC is dumb. In fact, that's what it stands for, the Dumb National Committee. Whoever's dumb, and whatever move is the dumbest, uh, that's the DNC. That's the girl they wanted, by hook or by crook, and they got her. They got Hillary, and now they're stuck. And by they, I mean Debbie Wasserman Schultz, who, in concert with her and... Harry Reid and Nancy Pelosi and Schmucky Chucky Schumer, they know what they're doing. Yes, they certainly know how to uh, cheat and manipulate their constituents. When they had a perfectly decent candidate running as a Democrat, not as a socialist, he was running as a Roosevelt Democrat, which means socialist. But... The American public is just too stupid to understand that. So now what do we got? A half-dead old broad and Hitler's afterbirth. Thank you, DNC. You're welcome. You wheel her out there. You're not just endangering your campaign. You're endangering the entire country, DNC. Hillary campaign. You're endangering for your own self-enrichment over the welfare of this country, you could put Bernie in her place and win against Trump. Oh, he can't win. Yes, he can. He most certainly can. Because as far as effective campaigning, she's doing nothing, even without the passing out. In 2012, she passed out, cracked her skull open. It was so bad. Oh, but we forget about that. All right. Oh, that was that was four years ago. What are you talking about? Uh, yeah, well, she cracked her head open and has been on Coumadin ever since. The woman is sick. 
I said it back in 2012 when rumors were floating that she was going to run. And I'm like, how? I mean, she's out cold. And so she does, and uh, like nothing happened, and everybody's acting like no. Well, so she fell ill for a couple of days. What was the Sarah Silverman said? Can a girl get sick? Yeah, okay, she can get sick, but it's a little bit more than that, Sarah. So next time you catch a cold or or get that Logie feeling of a flu, take a Coumadin and uh, call me in the morning. Well, it's a real tough season when your throat is sore. You can't help but think that you and Shot. Why don't you get rid of all my snot? Hit me with a flu shot. Fire away. Fourteen seventy WWNN. Nicole Sandler got more bad news this week. It is uh, stage three cancer, and uh, she's going to need your help more than ever. So. You caring forward slash Nicole Sandler. And for my other peers out there, and I know you listen to this show, all you have to do is say you caring forward slash Nicole Sandler. The other ones who do know Nicole Sandler on a professional basis, whether or not they're friends, I don't know. But on a professional basis, they know of Nicole Sandler and they know her very well. And she's a respected broadcaster. And the only reason she's not on the air is because she lives down here. They don't want to put any of those uh, progressive voices on it. You will not hear in South Florida on the broadcast airwaves, Tom Hartman, Stephanie Miller, or any of the other, Bill Press, any of the voices out there left of Attila Hun. You will not hear them in the South Florida area, a four-county slice of the United States that consists of four to five million people. We have no news. We have no progressive voices. All we have is right-wing hate talk and sports. Sports! Oh, I'm going to get to that in the next part of the show. Oh, it wouldn't kill you. It wouldn't kill you to take just a moment to say, you caring forward slash Nicole Sandler. My compassionate peers out there, my compassionate liberal progressives, you're just as hypocritical as the righties. You caring, forward slash, Nicole Sandler. Okay, I got that off my ample chest. That's what I like about my audience. My audience, they're critical thinkers. Otherwise, I wouldn't be listening. You have to be a critical thinker to at least enjoy this show. Even if you don't agree on some of my points or you find some of my comedy bits offensive or whatever it is, you're still a critical thinker. Otherwise, you wouldn't be downloading me or you wouldn't be listening to me on SoundCloud or FYINation.com or GDPRRevolution99.com, SoFloRadio.com or, or anywhere else. But I will defend Hillary on one point. She referred to Trump supporters as a basket of deplorables. And to me... That was very kind. <laughs> I would state it this way. <laughs> Anybody who supports Trump has got to be a lip-strumming, banjo-picking, nose-picking, hillbilly dumbass, an inbred, not a retard, but a total mongoloid. And that's who goes to his rallies. Oh, who 
So in Hillary's case, she was being kind. Deplorable is is a kind word <laughs> regarding anyone who supports Trump in any fashion. In even any anybody who ever watched his TV show. Same mentality. Oh, look, it's Gary Busey. He's going to run his own business. <laughs> oh. But you see, I don't have to worry about affiliates emailing me or, or my phone ringing. Thing. Oh, we're not comfortable with you saying things like that. And I have to hand it to the radio station management here. who uh, they, let me, uh, they let me say what I want and nobody jumps on me. I, there's certain restrictions. Naturally, it's the old-fashioned FCC things and not to mention some corporate things. But it has nothing to do with content. I just can't say dirty words. If you hear me saying dirty words, that's the online version. <laughs> that's what you're downloading. Because I pretty much have to do this show twice. I have to do the radio version and then the online version. So once I do the show, I have to go back and edit everything out that you can't say on the air. And that still goes with everybody. That's, that's not just the radio station, but I do have a couple of boners to pick with, uh, with them, but it's not important enough to make an issue out of. But as you can tell, over the last five years, I have been able to say anything I wanted to say without dirty words or, uh, you know, because God forbid you, never, you hear a dirty word. <clears throat> Although it is true uh, regarding sponsorship, you do gotta, you gotta watch it with the dirty words. Uh, so I don't have to worry about that either because I don't have any sponsors. No. If somebody does want to sponsor this show, uh, the rates are cheap, cheap. So you can contact me at thebritsummershow.com or on my Facebook page, Boca Brittany Summers. I'm a redneck. We like people driving behind us to know what our beliefs are. No. Getting the flu is nothing to sneeze at. Gross! Guess what? I got a fever. And the only prescription is more cowbell. Doctor, you've got to let me know. I want to know now what's going on. Is it flu or is it cold? I, I think I got the West Nile. With stuffy nose and watery eyes. I feel horrible. I will be taking some sick time. I'm sick. I'm going to the doctor. So take a look down in my throat. Uh, is it flu or is it cold? He doesn't know how sick he really is. It's always sneeze, sneeze, sneeze. <laughs> Just help me so that I can breathe She's stuffed up, achy, and suffering After I'm done with coughing hack I've coughed up scarier stuff Your bill will give me a heart attack uh, I'm gonna have a heart attack So doctor from my HMO <laughs> Is it flu or is it cold? It is the Brit Summer Show on 1470 WWNN I was uh, teasing earlier about getting into sports which I can't stand, and I haven't paid attention to it since 1994. And I don't know if you'll recall, that was the year of the strike. And that's when I said, cocks a hoist, no more for me, and I stuck with that. And it was compounded by working with uh, sport holes. Uh, but at any rate, the uh, controversy over Colin Kaepernick, or Pumpernick, or Old St. Nick, or Flickabick, or whatever the hell his name is, because I don't care. I don't care. I don't even know what position he plays or what team he's on. But I am aware that uh, 
He knelt during the national anthem of the greatest country in the world, which it really isn't. And then he pointed out to the rest of the country that it's really just an old British bar song that was parodied by Francis Scott Key, who uh, was pissed off because uh, couldn't have slaves no more. And for some reason, I don't know, they made that the uh, anthem. Not America the Beautiful, which is what it should be. No, we've got uh, this. America the Beautiful would be perfect because it's non-contestable. It's about how lovely the country is and happy days, happy things. It's not about war. National Anthem sucks, was a bad idea to begin with. And uh, America the Beautiful, and my country tis of the... Oh, what, there's several others you can pick from that would make more sense and make you feel even more proud. But uh, I am a vet, and I heard other vets speak out about this. And you're welcome, Mr. Pumpernick, or uh, whatever your name is, Kackernick, or uh, Old St. Nick, uh, because uh, we served our country so that you have the right to kneel or do whatever you want. You see, because that's called freedom. This Colin uh, Pumpernick, or whatever the hell his name is, he had every right to kneel or uh, whatever he wanted to lay down. (laughs) Because we're supposed to be, you see, listen carefully. This is supposed to be a free country. Okay. So by those standards... This man, whoever the hell he is, to me, I don't pay attention. But if that's what this man wants to do, then uh, he has the, how shall I put this, freedom to do so. Okay, I got no problem with that. And, not to mention I agree, (laughs) I agree with what he had to say. Liberty and justice for all. Cock's a hoist. Is anybody still fooled by that? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, crap. I mean, there could be. There should be. Perhaps someday after we're all dead, there will be. But there ain't none now. And this guy's right. But most of America wants to live in their little dreamy world where they pretend that this is the freest country in the world. And it is not the freest country in the world because if it was a free country, Nicole Sandler would be working on the air right now. And I would be on the air right now. A hundred thousand other radio people would be on the air right now. But no, because this is a oligarchy. This is a corporatist country. This is the United Corporations of America. And I'm talking about pharma. I'm talking about oil. I'm talking about other countries' corporate that are calling the shots and sending money to political campaigns that nobody can find out who it is. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about reality, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not talking about there is liberty and justice for all. How starry-eyed and naive that is. Let's ask Eric Garner what he feels. Oh, he can't. Let's ask all the other unarmed black men who've been killed for being black. How free this country is. No, but it's sports. It's all American because there aren't any sports in any other country but here, right? Oh, you mean there is? Sports! Sports is an opiate. Sports is an escape. There's nothing else to it. 
and they pay billions and millions and trillions and gazillions of dollars for men to play with their balls. When you work hard, you don't always have time to work out. But now you can smell like an athlete 24 hours a day. Introducing new Arrant Extra Dry Sports Scent with the right manly aroma that says, I'm in shape and I could go all night. It smells like a locker room in here. Must be me. I just ran 35 miles. But you weigh 240 pounds and your belly hangs over your belt. But it's all muscle. Punch me in the stomach. Go ahead. Ooh. When you smell like you work out, you don't have to work out. Because one whiff of Arrant Extra Dry sports set lets them know you probably know karate or something hey buddy i saw that parking space first back off jack i smell like i work out oh you do well dad take the space i don't want any trouble errant extra dry sports set available in gym shoe jockstrap and new oh my god what died in here sense the radio show you've been listening to is the brit summer show on 1470 wwnn And if you really want to hear the good stuff, I suggest you stick around online to hear the rest of the show. (laughs) The unedited, unharmogenized version uh, of the Brit Summer Show will be online, available uh, for download on SoundCloud, free to you, thanks to the very generous donations of my listeners. So stick around if you want to hear the rest. If not, thanks for tuning in to 1470 WWNN, and I'll be back right here next week, 4 o'clock Sunday. Everybody else, see you on the flip side. It's the Brit Summit Show. about other guys are usually hiding from what they realize they want their nose in an athlete's life it's in yellow jockstrap much like in smart holes conceal their fear by talking about sports while drinking a beer they desire of course to be a submissive queer for some yellow jockstrap yellow jockstrap Yellow jockstrap Only queers want to hear Sports all day Yellow jockstraps Yellow jockstraps The management here is undeniably gay Anyone who wants to hear just sports all stinking day Is dreaming about a locker room Golden shower spray Yellow jockstraps Hey, how about those dolphins? What a game they played and somebody's kid with the hurricanes Do talk about it all the time Make you a faggot, I'm afraid You like yellow jockstraps Churning and burning out morning shows No interest in learning about radio Just a sausage party for a few sportful homos Who like yellow jockstraps Yellow jockstraps Yellow jockstraps Sport holds his seas Who on and out Yellow jockstraps Yellow jockstraps They're on your mind To be in your mouth Sports 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 all day the Brit Summer Show This may come as a surprise to a lot of my listeners That I'm going to bring this one up But I so happen to have a lot of listeners in Europe, and uh, they have electric cars over there. Uh, <laughs> we're not allowed. Well, we if you're rich enough, if you've got a, let's say, if you make a quarter of a million a year or more, 
Yeah, you too can have an electric car. That's the thing about Elon Musk, who sounds like a men's aftershave. He said, and he followed through on the promise, that he was going to come out with an affordable version of his Tesla car. Which, uh, if you've got sixty to $100,000, yes, you too can have an electric car. <laughs> Everybody run out right now. It's like I'm, I'm hearing on the established progressive radio voices out there. They've got a sponsor for gold. I'm not going to say the name of it, but as if any of the listeners out there reach in their wallet, you know, my friend, gold, gold will make you rich beyond your wildest dreams. Gold. Yes, my friends. Who has the money to buy gold? <laughs> I'm lucky to buy gas. I'm like, I'm borrowing a food stamps card and I'm hearing ads for gold. Yes, it's a good investment. You should buy gold. Write a check now for gold. Uh, Of course, if they want to sponsor this show, I would say gold is a wonderful investment to make, but I couldn't help thinking in the back of my mind that who the hell has enough money to buy gold? As if you don't need anything else that's important. Yes, gold, gold. That's something nobody should be without gold. Yeah, my safe is filled with bullions of gold. (laughs) The only thing I have closest I can get. I'm looking around the studio to see if I have anything that's gold. And the only thing I have is, oh, a, a blank a blank DVD. <laughs> it happens to be gold. That's as close as I got to gold. But getting back to Elon Musk. He came out, yeah, he came out with an affordable. <laughs> it's affordable if you're making, instead of 250000 a year, you're only making 100000 a year. Then you could consider buying the $35,000 version of the Tesla car. <laughs> Don't they fucking get it? I mean... The smart car, okay, is not smart. It's dumb, like they say, because it's not electric. But it is in Europe. I don't think they're allowed to sell the the electric version of the smart car. Because if you look at the price of a new smart car, they're really not. They're really very affordable, the gas engine ones. But here's the thing. They claim to get 55 miles to the gallon, and they don't. It turns out that, what is it, the EPA or whoever it is, um, when you look at the sticker on a brand new car and they give you the estimated mileage, they just make it up. They pull it out of their ass. It's not true. A friend of mine just got a new Honda Civic, and it says up to 39 miles per gallon. And anybody who's driving a brand new Honda Civic knows that it doesn't get 39 miles to the gallon, at best at 34, 35. I got to tell you, I drive a 10-year-old Nissan. And the mileage on that thing is amazing. It's got 100,000 miles on it, and it gets a little over 36 miles to the gallon, which is pretty damn good. 36 highway, I'd say about 30 city. That's pretty good for a 10-year-old car. Now, in 2007, when I still had a career to speak of and I could afford to lease cars, I had a brand new Mini Cooper S. I figured, okay, be economical and fun to drive, too. Well, it was fun to drive, but the mileage was 30 to the gallon. 
on a tiny, uh, Mini Coopers are not tiny anymore. Mini Coopers now are the size of a 65 Pontiac Bonneville. But at the time, it was still a tiny little microscopic car. And I thought I'd save money on gas. It got about the same as my Acura TL did. 30, maybe 32 highway, under 30 city. So don't buy what it says on the sticker. And keep in mind, gas prices are at the will of hedge funders. Not so much uh, the evil Saudi Arabia, who, by the way, the 9-11 families are attempting to sue the Saudi Arabian government, appropriately so, since they are the ones who financed that disaster. And they're still financing ISIS right now. And probably, as you're listening to this show, a few heads are rolling in Saudi Arabia. And Obama... Now, I, I don't know how this legally works, because I am not an attorney. However, I could play one on TV. Uh, Obama is threatening to veto the lawsuits, claiming that Saudi Arabia is a uh, sovereign nation. Well, what the hell does that have to do with anything? We, we know that. So, sovereign nation, if uh, they attack another country, you can't sue them? Are you obvious, obviously, we can't retaliate. We never did. So there's another notch in his belt to uh, fuck this country up as much as he can before he leaves office. Our much-beloved ally, Saudi Arabia. You can trust your car to a keen machine Jafar. Even if it costs you 50 bucks to fill your car. Remember, you must pay first, no matter who you are. A keen machine Jafar. But it's not really so much to... It's the hedge funders manipulating the numbers on gas and how much money they want to make this month and how much they want to make the next month. And that's who determines how high the gas goes and how low it goes. And here's something that a lot of people don't know. This deal that was brokered by Kerry with Iran, Iran has more oil in the Middle East than the Saudis. Iran has more oil almost as much oil as Russia. Iran has more oil than Iraq. Iran is loaded. And here is the reason why they're, they're petrified of Iran. And they're using, the, oh, you're funding terrorism and you're helping with the ISIS. And no, 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 no. Here's, here's the real truth. Here's the story. If Iran floods the market with oil, who do you think loses? Why, it's the hedge fund managers. And who runs this place after all? corporate and the hedge fund managers they all stand to lose a bundle of money well even for them it would be a drop in a bucket but they don't like to lose anything and that's why within the last year or so the gas pump prices have kind of stabilized so it depends where you live might be slightly under two dollars a gallon here it's around 215 225 a gallon and it goes up 10 cents five cents it goes down 10 cents five cents they're just toying with us that way and okay, I can get used to that. But keep this show on your Rolodex. Next time the gas hits $354. And remember, it wasn't that long ago. In some places, it was $5 a gallon. It may go up that high again. Who knows? I'm not saying it will. But we are at the mercy of hedge funders and Wall Street. They will determine at their benevolence if uh, gas should stay as low as it is right now which isn't very low if you ask me, because last time a barrel of oil was under $40. Gas in this country was 59 cents a gallon. Okay, so it's a, it hovers a little under and a little above $2 a gallon. 
It's not great, but it's better than $5 a gallon. And the reason I'm bringing up this uh, Elon Musk is because Chevrolet finally came out with the Bolt. Not the Volt. The Bolt. With a B. B-b-b-bolt. And now they're claiming it gets 230 miles per charge. And the $100,000 Tesla gets about 2 to 10. They claim 2 to 10 per charge. But if you'll notice, you'll rarely see them on a parkway or a highway or a turnpike. You'll see them floating around town. And that's okay. If you're going to bank on getting 200 miles out of a charge, well, it's best to just kind of stay around town. I still wouldn't mind driving one. But the average car on the road today averages, depending what car kind of car it is, 350, 400 miles per tank. So if they get the range of their charge up to what the average tank of gas can be, then they've got a very marketable car. And I believe it's uh, technically they could do it. And I believe that, that they just don't want to yet. I think they're apologetic about it and they're afraid and they're scared the oil companies are going to come after them because still that's the one selling point that car companies have is that they do have a higher range than an electric car. And most people keep that in mind when they're in the market to buy a new car. They're going to get something that will travel over a long distance, which an electric car still to this day, even a $100,000 Tesla cannot do. In fact, there's been uh, test- testicolmonials online that the... Uh, what is it, the Tesla S, it only gets maybe 150, 160 per charge, which is still okay, but naturally they're going to stretch that a little bit to sell the cars. But if if they made them affordable and they gave them some kind of a range, then they couldn't keep them in the showroom. Or in Tesla's case, they couldn't build them fast enough. And speaking of good old American gas hog iron, I saw the other day a 1970 Lincoln Mark III, and I had one of those. (laughs) It was used, of course. And (laughs) what an electrical nightmare that car was. Ford, in the 60s and 70s, had some real engineering problems with their electrical and uh, overheating and their cooling problems. (laughs) But Try finding a used Lincoln from those days where the electrical still works. But I got to say this, it was it was a good looking car. The, the 19, I think it was 69 to 71 Lincoln Mark III. What a beautiful car that was. It was like uh, driving a living room. I mean, if, if you're in the luxury market, that was just a, a gorgeous car. And then I look at the Lincolns now, and I think Fomoko's design department, I think they're all in a coma. The new Lincolns now got to be... The most boring, jelly beanish looking cars on the road. It's like I totally abandoned it. And speaking of Ford, at the same time, the 2016 Mustang, the new version, is outstanding. What a beautiful car that is. They put all their design acumen into the Mustang, but uh, I guess no one's around. Or maybe they're still at lunch at the Lincoln Design Rooms. Same goes for Cadillac, too. If I was in that uh, income range, which I'm not, which I don't have an income range at all, but if if I had the money to buy a new luxury car, it wouldn't be a Cadillac. Not that they're not a good car. It's just it looks like it was designed by a 1980s Atari game. Put the fins back on. They need fins. 
Little if he won, too bad you got crushed. The brass of genital motors didn't have the guts to say no to big oil when the checks were cut. Yeah, yeah. All you had to do was plug it in, charge it up, EV1. Bring back the little 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 EV1. The A-holes crush the EV1. SUVs that they sold ya Got a gallon per mile They say they're gonna have the gold But not till 3009 And with the big three going broke now Listen to us Instead of shutting all your factories down You could have sold a billion cars by now It was a big mistake for GM to take away the EV1 Bring back the little EV1 Bring back the little EV1 Tell Big Boyle shove it up their butt Bring back the little EV1 The animals crush the EV1 Hi, I'm Tony Stewart. Before I became a professional NASCAR driver, I used to sound like this. Hi, I'm Tony Stewart. Driving at 200 miles an hour can cause testicular shrinkage. That's why I use Dr. Weiner's testicular magnets. These specially designed magnets are placed between your legs to prevent shrinkage of scrotum tissue and are guaranteed to work as long as you stay away from metal objects. Dr. Weiner's testicular magnets. Nine out of ten dentists agree. They hug you, they hold you, they never let you go. Remember this golden gasser. We always get together for a game to have ourselves a manly time. Watching ESPN and damn football on Monday night. So we can look at other guys Since we all have sports in common What you say about taking a chance We'll start a game club You know that you want it So let's bend over and drop our pants We'll start a game club And act like a real sports fan Our tushies if our favorite team doesn't lose. And then we'll get some lubricated jelly for the old boot shoot. We'll get the roughest and the toughest macho Julio's we can find. We'll start a game up. And then we'll play a little grab ass and do a little bump and grind. We'll start a game up. Find out who's circumcised. 
Britt Summers here on the Britt Summers Show. To cover what I was talking about a little bit earlier in the show about uh, the lack of unbiased, in-depth journalism, uh, reporting on stories, reporting on the news, uh, The fact that we don't have that anymore. Uh, I should point out that there are a couple investigative reporters uh, that uh, I would say Matt Taibbi, he does a really good job, uh, except for that one thing they had about the college rape in Rolling Stone. And they they printed a retraction and an apology and he screwed up. I don't even know if he was involved with that story, but the other stories he's reported on, He does do his homework and he does investigate. And the one that comes to mind most of all is Greg Pallast. And if this was a real radio show, I'd love to have him on as a guest. Greg Pallast, who wrote the book, The Best Democracy Money Can Buy. And he's had several since then. And he's a great investigative reporter. In fact, he's such a good investigative reporter, he was forced to move to England. (laughs) Because he can't get a job here. The guy's from Long Island. And he used to work here. But no one would hire him. Because he tells the truth. Because he still believes in the integrity of journalism. So for him to work, for him to get any stories out at all, he had to move to England. For a a good source of news, by the way, I do read The Guardian. And I highly recommend it because uh, for some reason... They're doing a very good job reporting on the news here about stories, oh, they don't want you to hear about, like the North Dakota thing with the uh, with the oil company. And okay, once in a while, Obama did a good thing. He put a halt to it until a uh, uh, court decides on what to do. But that's just goddamn wrong, what that oil company's doing. And I'm all for the Indians on that one. And so is uh, Neil Young. And uh, Willie Nelson. Oh, and speaking of Neil Young, uh, I like Neil Young, but he's not young anymore. And in, in 2008, he, he supported Obama, as I did, and everybody else just about. It was the only time in recent history, other than the Kennedy election, it was the only time in recent DNC history that they had a candidate that everybody was excited about. And it must have been a, a shock and a surprise at DNC because they're not used to handling it. They're not used to having a a candidate that someone's excited about. You know, like Bernie Sanders that everybody was excited about. Oh, they didn't want that. No, they wanted somebody marginal and damaged and uh, very ill. Yes. No, it's just a cold. She'll be fine. It was a cold when she passed out in 2012. It was just a ordinary, regular household cold. All the other times that she passed out, all the other, and everybody knows that when you have a regular cold, you take Coumadin. Anyway. <laughs> oh, I I think I have a cold, a head cold coming on. Can I have a prescription of Coumadin? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a cold. Oh, we're fine. Uh, she's not 70. She's only 26. What else you want to have us believe? The cold season. The sniffles. The sneezing. The coughing. The hacking. The scratching. The belching. The farting. Got it. The puking. Stop it. The snoring. The spraying. Stop it. 
The spreading. The puking. The farting. From the director of Extreme Makeover, Donald Trump stars in Extreme Comeover. This look is frightening. It's not a toupee. It's a... It's a, uh, it's human hair. My hair, it's always the hair, the hair, the hair. He oh. is freaking out. Looks like you killed a squirrel to me and put it right on top of your head. He's bald-headed. If I was that cat, I would wear a wig or something. Extreme comb-over, followed by Trading Faces. Another fresh new face for television viewers. Look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Rednecks sure love incest Cause sex just ain't as good Unless it's family Because all us rednecks Practice incest Now I'm my only uncle And it worries me My Aunt Esther took me with her Back to her double wide What a deal Ain't got no wheels And inside smell like something died She kissed my cheek and winked her eye And said we're all alone in the house But I got sick when she gave me a kiss Chewing tobacco in her mouth All us rednecks sure love incest Cause sex just ain't as good unless it's family Because all us rednecks practice incest So come meet my new wife, she's my niece I just got me a farm with horses, chickens, cows, and pigs Four by four that I adore With tires that are too damn big The rear window, it has a gun rack That's where I keep my gun A rebel flag and my wife in the back My neck is red from too much sun All us rednecks sure love incest Cause sex just ain't as good unless it's family Because all us rednecks practice incest My sister is the one over there with the dirty knees At reunions it's hard to choose Who's got the nicest tooth? I don't like the way my daddy has been watching me You're listening to The Brit Summit Show Look at all the redneck girls Cut off shirt and hair in curls Going to the bar to get free drinks Getting beat by redneck slops like what you see each night on cops. They're what puts the cunt in country. Look at all the redneck sluts eating lunch at Pizza Hut in their greenside winder Walmart shorts. They smell like an old wet dog. Their pickups rotten on the lawn and promising the Lord to breed some more. 
Somebody tell me why All trailer parks smell like Campbell's burnt tomato soup from hell Nipple rings and belly tats and velvet Jesus welcome answer Brother plays the banjo in a tree Takes pride in her heritage and says incest is still the best foundation of a Christian family. Born again, Born again. they praise the, Lord. praise the Lord and bang their neighbors when they're bored. What would Jerry Springer do without those redneck women who put the cotton The only licensed transgendered broadcaster. Licensed? <laughs> well, you're tuned to the place where you'll hear the truth. It's the Brit Summit Show. And that's the truth. That's the truth, baby! One kind of pasty and bread Christian in Hicksville. And that goes for every town in God's country with a cross on their hill. Yeah, it's all them pea brain redneck prank loving mugwump Christians in Hicksville that are blindly loyal to the criminal royalty that's getting us killed. Now these green teeth Toby Keith fans that are dumber than dog do. Are banging each other's wives, getting high as a kite, cause there ain't much else to do. And these God-fearing Christian Jesus freaks don't have to go south of the border. Just ask Brother Birch at your local church and place another order. Bathtub crank, the drug of choice for redheads. Bathtub crank, and a can of Mountain Dew. Summer Show coming at you not live <laughs> from prestigious South Florida. That's what you've been listening to, courtesy of GDPRRevolution99.com, FYINation.com, and SoFloRadio.com. I thank everybody for tuning in and downloading and for the opportunity to make that available thanks to your generous donations. My donate button is right there on the front of my site. Store is being worked on still. I want these to be signature items that you can only get from the Brit Summer Show. <laughs> More on that next week. And remember to help out the great Nicole Sandler at forward slash Nicole Sandler. I thank everybody once again for tolerating one hour of this crazy training in South Florida. So until next week, this is Brit Summer saying the truth and zika dika doo.